industries that are of interest to you, people that have started their own businesses. Talk to people that have um, been successful. Okay. Now, when do you network? Well, you can always network anytime you meet someone. It's a possibility to network. But if you're actively looking for an internship, I would say try to network with people during business hours because that's when they're available. You won't catch me at night or on the you know the weekends. That's my time. If you want a, a meeting with me, you can meet in my office or at Starbucks. But on the weekends, you can do your resume and do your call list and do your research and practice your pitch and things like that. But during business hours, connect with professionals. Connect with industry and tell them your story. Okay. The biggest mistake that people make, it's like, hey, I need a job. Help me, help me, help me. They never think, maybe I can help the person I'm talking to. Okay. There's lots of things that students can do for me. Would it surprise you to know that when I come to Sac State, it's difficult for me to find a room sometimes? Would that surprise you? you know. So guess what? If you have access to a room, that I could do a talk or have a lunch or something like that, you've just become my new best friend. I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that. So if you can offer to help, I may not even take you up on the offer, but just the fact that you offered, I appreciate it. You want to stay in touch. This is not a high school yearbook where you go, hey, have a good summer, keep in touch, and you never talk to the dude again. This is like, I really stay in touch. Okay. People that are important to me, I keep in touch with them monthly. I have a spreadsheet. Now my wife laughs at me. She thinks I'm a geek, but it works. I have like 30 people that I stay in touch with once a month. I email them, I call them, or we connect at Starbucks, whatever. And I say, is there anything I can do to help you, personally or professionally? They will hear from me once a month. So at least 12 times a year, they will connect with me, and I will offer to help them. What does that do? Well, one. I don't, they don't drift away, I don't lose touch with them. I'm saying, you're important to me, so I'm staying in touch with you. Secondly, I'm saying, is there anything I can do to help you out? Now, most people are not going to go, hey, thanks, I'm moving, I need some help. They're going to say, no, I'm good right now. Some will say, is there anything I can do to help you? And if I ever need a favor from one of those people, it's done. Because I'm always putting myself out there. Usually they want me to look at the resume. <laughs> okay, social media is great. We can spend a lot of time talking about LinkedIn and social media, but here's one key point I want to emphasize. Regardless of how many friends you have on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all those, no substitute for shaking hands, looking someone in the eye face to face and telling your story. Okay? You want to make those personal connections. If someone from, let's pick a company, um, Rayleigh's, say you wanted to work at Rayleigh's. If someone from Rayleigh's is coming to Sac State, go hear their talk. Doesn't matter what the talk is about because you want their business card. You want to meet them, you want to make a friend at the company so you can get your resume to the right person. Okay? People face to face. All right. So, let's, let me just demonstrate, just in the interest of time, let me show you how this would work. I'm going to give you my elevator pitch. Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm a campus manager for Intel. Um, I'm looking to work in a, um, a, like a diversity organization. So if you hear any opportunities in uh, diversity, would you let me know? Here's my business card. Okay. How long did that take? 30 seconds? Okay. Less than that. Less than that. I give my name. I give what I'm looking for. I might tell a story like, you know, last year I helped hire almost 400 PhD level students for Intel. 
and here's my card, here's my resume, if you hear of anything, let me know. That's the pitch. Now, at a career fair, you come up to someone and say, hi, I'm a junior, I'm looking for a summer internship, I'm a uh, philosophy major, and here's my resume, and um, the person then will take it from there. They'll say, great, can you work during the summer? Do you have a certain uh, location you're, you're looking for, et cetera, et cetera. They begin, you begin the conversation, they keep it going. And then you can ask questions. And then you can see what's the next step. So when you have this dialogue, you have something interesting to say just to start off, and then they'll take it from there and they'll say, go to our website, or fill out this form, or talk to this person, or they'll, they'll take it from there. So having that elevator pitch is the best way to start networking. I'm sorry, I should be on this slide. Something different, I left, and it took me a while to find the next job. I have done contract recruiting. So I was at a company for six months filling all their jobs, and then guess what? The contract ended because I filled all the jobs, and I was unemployed again. I had to go find something else. I've had to go to people and say, I need an opportunity. I'm ready for work. I was embarrassed about it for about five minutes, and then I went, I gotta, I gotta get help. I'm not seeing something in the newspaper, I gotta go reach out. I have changed jobs within Intel, not having the same network, not having the same expertise, just trying something new, taking a risk, because I wanted to try something a little different. I'd done the same thing for a long time, and I said, gotta try something different. I had a new boss, I had a new team, I had new job responsibilities, it was scary. But I grew from it, and it landed me here. Perfect. Next question. So yes, how did that help you today? As far as I'm sure there were ad there were different adversities, pro uh, you know, uh, sure. doubts. What did that do for you personally to go through all of that? So every time you you fail, you learn from something, and you realize <coughs> I don't want to do that again. Every time you say, I've got a lot of work to do, I don't think I can get it done, and you get it done, that gives you confidence. Like, the next time I know I've been down here before, I can do it. Mm -hmm. I had a person that was difficult to work with, and it re I really struggled to make that relationship good. The next time I met someone that was difficult, I said, I've done this before. I know how to win people over. I know how to manage expectations. I know how to under-promise and over-deliver. So anytime you face a difficult challenge, like time management, like prioritizing, like dealing with a difficult person, the more you do it successfully, the more confidence you're like, okay, I got this. I've been unemployed, I got a job. I've moved to a new town, I've rebuilt my network. I've changed industries and changed careers, I can do it again. Okay, does that help? Absolutely. Good. All right, so let me give you my email. And I'll take some questions now, but um, I want to I want to give you uh, uh, leave you with one kind of optimistic tone. Everybody that's a student lands a job. Everybody that starts with no experience ultimately gets experience, entry level, whatever it is. You'll land a job. The question is, what are you going to get out of that job? Are you going to learn from it? Are you going to gain skills? Are you going to work hard to get the next step in that company or another company. Okay? Build your network. If somebody is, if you are not being paid what you're worth, someone will find you and offer you that money. Okay? 
And again, I could give another talk just on resume tips and interviewing tips or on salary negotiations. But I want to save some time for what we've talked about. Any questions? Yes? I don't want the public recognition. I don't have that issue. <laughs> but it, I like to publicly praise and criticize in private. Okay. Um, I want to set the expectations. These are what I want to communicate. This is what we need to do. If you need help, let me know. Believe it or not, most people can quickly figure out how to do things. The problems that people face, the stresses that people face, it's not, I don't know how to do this. It's, you're giving me too much work. It's, you're giving me this in this much time, and I'm drowning. That's the problem that even experienced people face. And so you say, I'm here to help you. If you need help, please let me know, and I will try to offload something, or I'll help you prioritize, or I'll help you delegate, or I'll take something. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, I can be like the, yeah. I know, I know. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I had, a, I had a question, so there's a couple questions. So, um, actually, my dad has always said, son, ask for the job at the end. Yes. Um, make sure you, I don't know if you went over that, but. I didn't, but go ahead. Okay, so that, and then also, um, I had another question, but after that, how is it cool? To, how do how should people ask for the job? That's what I. That's what I. That's my question. Because I have a way of doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give it away. <laughs> no, I'm but is is there a proper way to ask for the job? Not directly, indirectly, but say you know, not the cliche. I'm dedicated. I'm I'm this. I'm that. Everyone's dedicated, motivated at this point. What here's what here's what I say. Yeah. So yes, you want to ask for the job. The way I'd say it is, um, what was your name again? Samuel. Samuel, Samuel. Um, I want to let you know I'm really interested in this job. I think it's a good match with my skill set, and I'm really looking forward to hearing back from you. That's how I say it. So I don't say, will you give me the job? Will you hire me? Because that's putting you on the spot. But I say, I'm interested. I think this is a good match with my skills or knowledge or experience, and I look forward to hearing from you. You could say, this is my top choice. Or I've looked at a lot of companies, and this is my this is the one I really think would be the best match for me, and I'll make you proud. There, you have to make it your own with your words, but that's how I do it. Yeah, I'll just give it away. I, so I tell I tell that story. I always say, you know, at the end, my my you know, I tell the relationship behind not too deep, but the relationship me and my dad have, and the fact that the night before he always says, "Son, ask for the job." And then I just ended there. Mm -hmm. And then that's my way of acting for the job. Just to make it aware that that's what my dad and I talked about, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to give it so it's very personal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if that makes sense. Sure, it does. So. It does. And if, and if someone said that, I would say thank you for sharing. Yeah. And, I, and it prompts me to say, um, I want to make a decision within the week, or I'm talking to a few candidates, but... I appreciate your enthusiasm, and I will get back to you either way within seven days. Okay. That leads me to the next question, and then I'm done. I'm going to let everybody get to their question. Okay, so is there a time in which we shouldn't call all the time? Or email, hey, what's going on? Or, like, when should we not call? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're not calling back. Right? So... You have to ask. You have to ask when they would like to make a decision. 
Because if I say to you, you know what, I'm going on vacation and I got four more people to talk to, I can't make a decision within two weeks, you're not going to call me tomorrow and go, so what's up? <laughs> right? You're going to wait two weeks. So if you know when they'd like to make a decision, then you can email me and go, I want to follow up, I'm still very interested, just wanted to see if you needed any more information. Which is another way of saying, when are you going to make up your damn mind? Yeah. Hire me! <laughs> but you're saying, I'm interested. Okay? Just by following up, you're interested. By writing a thank you note, you're interested. By saying, do you need any more information, you're saying, you're ready to make a decision. If they get back to you and they say, hey, I need a little more time, give them whatever time they say. If they don't, wait a week and follow up again. But assume it's no until it's yes. So if they haven't gotten back to you a couple of times, I would move on to other things. Because you can't force their hand. They know you're interested. They know you're available. They're going to do what they do. But if, if I've tried twice, you know, like two weeks and a week later, and they haven't gotten back to me, I'm going to go, maybe there's something else on their plate or they've got other candidates. I, I, that's out of my control. What I'm going to focus on is... You know, your case I, and then they just, and then they hide the next guy. Is there? Can you give an example for like some? So for someone who you wanted to hide, and then you, you pass them away. Sure, sure. So you you can't control. All the different managers have different um, quirks and different things that they look for. Some, if they're gonna like kill you for a typo and you're done, you can't control that. So don't sweat that. I mean, try to proofread it, but don't sweat the little details. But I had a resume that I, I, I thought was really good. They applied online. I looked at the resume. I thought, this looks like a really good match. I happened to go into the profile and I looked at the cover letter. And the cover letter said, I've always wanted to work at HP. <laughs> Not because of anything for HP, it's just you applied to Intel and you didn't take the time to customize your cover letter. So that was, I thought that was unprofessional. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to talk to him at that point. One more question. One more question? I got a good one, y'all. Hold on, David. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>